fuck me, Daddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yuck. Hey, everybody, you're listening to The Screw with Felicia Rose and Ayla. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? We're here to talk to you about sex and Baby. stuff like that. Hell yeah. One day you'll get this show intro down. No, I, I, like, it should be different every time. Who likes to hear the like, same thing every time? Fun I feel like everybody, because everybody oh, likes that. Like, maybe, maybe we should write our own jingle. <laughs> oh my god, if somebody wants to write us a screw jingle. That would be awesome. That's actually a really cool idea. Do it. Yeah. And, oh my god, we should hold a contest. We should. And whoever wins gets to be on our intro. And gets a blowjob. I'm not giving anybody a blowjob. Yeah, I mean, I'm 31. I've paid my dick dues. (laughs) There are dick dues that you have to pay in life, and I've paid them. You don't have to. I'm just saying. I personally paid my dick dues. Then I must have credit. (laughs) Oh, you absolutely have credit. I feel like I have credit too, and that gives me two years of no blowjobs. So if you win the contest, you give blowjobs for us. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, actually. Uh, maybe you can like lick my feet or like sniff my underwear or one of the things yeah, that you no, might I like. like Are you sure you're not falling off my bed? No, as long as the bed doesn't. Scoot. Speaking of everybody, we're live from the bed. <laughs> Felicia Rose. Ooh, Ooh yeah, yeah, Daddy. Oh, it's pretty hot. Is where this nothing off? happens except for rolling blunts and, and sleeping like in two-hour intervals nice. and tossing and turning a lot. Yeah. What's up with the two-hour interval thing? I've been feeling that lately, too. I think the daylight hours thing Even when I take, nice. like, a sleepy pill, like a like an Advil PM kind of, or like oh, a NyQuil, yeah, yeah. I can only sleep at most three hours. I mean, I sleep a super deep three hours, but, like, I can't sleep. I'm not a sleeper. Well, you know, I got that good old-fashioned New York City heat, like, in my room that, like, starts knocking on the door really loud at, like, 3 a.m. Yeah. Sounds like someone's coming in with a hammer. So my new way to get rid of... Um, outside sounds so like I don't have a problem with like street sounds those actually like lull me to sleep but I have a problem with like like if somebody were to like creak on the outside of my door like walking by or like any little noise from my apartment alone will wake me up absolutely Uh. so what I found is if I turn my TV up to a crazy loud volume Mm -hmm. put my earplugs that are super good like I have these like earplugs that are attached to one another they have like the string that are that's attached that way like you know if you lose one you don't lose it like amongst your like bed or whatever and like I put those in super far you know like get it and then like my TV's at a regular octave with the earplugs in but I can't hear any outside noises Nice. It's my new way to. How does that sit. sound to the rest of the apartment? <laughs> Zero fucks given. I'm sorry. Like I need to sleep, and if you're gonna make noise at night, I'm going to have to do something to drown it out. Otherwise, I'll never sleep again. And you'd much rather deal with like the loudness of my TV that you might have to drown out than like grumpy Felicia. I'm sure. Fair. But also, like I feel like my, I feel like everybody sleeps the television. Well, days. like my room is like probably the least connected to anybody. That's so true. you're you know. not that like yeah. I don't share a wall with anybody. So Noises like, from here don't come through as easily. Yeah. I feel like they get sucked out to the street with my four windows, you know? Yeah. So. What are we talking about? This is a sex podcast. We're talking about how to, like, drown out well, sounds. Well, you know, everybody <laughs> needs foreplay, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have to show, like, we're not all sex all the time. I mean, we do one or two other things in the course of our lives. Wait, we're not? We're not. So did we record our podcast before my birthday? Or after? Yeah, before my birthday. The last one was before your birthday, yeah. Oh my god, let's talk about my How birthday. How was your birthday? Did you get laid? 
My birthday was so nice because you made it super nice. Aww. I just want to say that. You and Gabby made my birthday awesome. It was like a two-day affair. The first night, we got to meet and, well, we got to see doing live stand-up Mo Ammer. And then we got to meet him after. And I got to hand him some weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should probably not admit that, but... No, he talks about weed on stage all the time. I know, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he's mentioned something about getting pulled over with, like, a bunch of weed and something. And he was, like, super nice, and that was cool. And then, which was cool because I was a surprise, and he had no idea that we were going, so, like, I was obviously very excited. And then the next night, y'all, you and T threw a party for me, and that was just, like, so sick. I got to see a bunch of my good friends. Dancing, that was mad dancing. We got to dance and sing and... You know, and I was drunk enough to not remember part of the night, and that's exactly the way I like my nights. You <laughs> Successful know? party. Like, not to the point of, like, it was bad or anything, but, it, you know, like, when you're, like, having so much fun dancing around, you kind of just, like, lose yourself to into, like, your well, night. Yeah, and you just remember you had a great time, like, as an overarching theme. Like, you remember parts of it, and, like, it's nice, and you yeah. wake up feeling, like, warm and fuzzy about the party. Yeah, it was very nice. I had a great time. I got bad treats and snacks and presents. Everybody oh that got me presents, thank you again. And people Seriously. that got me wishlist gifts, thank you. I got some pretty sick stuff, so yeah, I really appreciate that. That was awesome. Yeah, I had a good time. Nice. Insects? Did you have sex? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it is a sex podcast, but like, <laughs> as you just said. All right, we're supposed to get to the I'm part. Sorry, of my I was trying time. to sex it up. <laughs> well, I got a bunch of cool, like harnessy, like cool, like leathery, bondagey <coughs> things for my birthday, mm. which was really cool. And yes, I did have sex for like two days straight after oh, the sweet. night of my birthday into like the next hey, two days. Yeah, oh, it was cool. I just wanted to like eat food in bed and have sex for two days and i did that was cool yeah Yeah. i I need need it was good sex it was like very like like you know when you are comfortable enough with a person that you can like get sweaty and like animalistic without even like thinking about it Mm -hmm. like without thinking twice like Mm -hmm. you're not like oh my my genitals Mm -hmm. smell from the last time we fucked i gotta go wash it you're just like whatever i'm just gonna smell more when you put it in me yeah like whatever what? Sex has a stench. I'm sorry. You can't put your dick in and out of a cavernous area and expect it to just sure, smell like flowers. But it's not you know? necessarily a stench per se. Like well, it has a smell. After to it. a fucking well, two after days like worth, maybe. okay, I showered it between there. I'm just saying, like after a few hours, <laughs> if it's get be, being done right, that shit well, doesn't yeah. smell like roses. It smells like pussy pie. Well, yeah, but, some but not like, like the that. freshest scent. Oh, not like I not like the saying. first lick. You I know, say, yeah. it's not like an ice cream cone where it gets better at the bottom. This it just like gets the, dirtier. The day old bakery. Yeah, version. no, yeah. we're not talking. No one's fucking yeast out of me. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, you know. Oh, I didn't mean to imply yeast. Sorry, <laughs> I forget branding. The yeast more you like m- a... mush around your pH with my pH, the more there's gonna be. <laughs> <Mush>. <laughs> the word choices. Like, yeah, so we hope you have a boner during this week's podcast. I always question why nobody listens. Because I make myself sound as unsexy as humanly possible. Like, buy my nudes, they're on sale. We're going to find out. We're going to find out people listen to our podcast during No Not November to help them get Aw, man. That's really sad. That would be sad, especially since we spent the whole podcast preaching about not doing that. True. Good point. Uh, Anyways, so yeah, that was that. And then, what else? There was anything else sex related I felt I thought I had to say. 
Maybe I had nothing else to say. I feel like my life has been very boring. It hasn't been, but Ooh. I feel like it. Oh, I really like that new picture you took with one of those new breast harnessy things and the, the what are they? You said the magnetic metal clamps? The, the, the nipple, nipple clamps? Metal clamps yeah, well they are, they're like stainless steel there. Yeah, so I have nipple clamps that are magnetic that have like no ability to actually like adjust the setting. So like most nipple clamps come with the ability to make them tighter or looser. Wait, so they're it. either on or off. Yeah, they're either mushing your nipples or they're not. So, like, any size nipples Is it the fit, most intense you've ever had, or is it somewhere, like, in between? As far as nipple clamps go, yeah. Really? Yeah. Because there's no, they, they, there's, like, no forgiveness. You know, I that battle of technology, I mastered Joshua's little buttons. I tried to, like, get it to go around my nipple, but it didn't, like, like... Well, you don't have big nipples. Like, no. you don't, not even, you don't, like, you have, like, little baby, like, like, nubbies. What are they called? <laughs> not the areola, but the... Um, but the nips themselves. Yeah, is that what they are? Is that the nipple? The How nipple. do I not that know? Is the nipple, I, think. I don't know the it's anatomy of physiology. I can yeah. show you where your vas deferens is, but I don't know what the term for nipple is. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I feel like I've always just wanted to be a oh boy. I'm so curious how many men do you know where your vast deference is? <laughs> it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your vast deference is? <laughs> exactly. That's the new title to our show. What about the corona? Uh -huh. yeah. Know your body, yo. Speaking of which... We're not talking about beer either. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of which... Degrassi next class. I feel like... What does that have to do with... It has to do with education of genitals. Oh, true, true, true. Yes. <laughs> so, that's... <laughs> so sounded wrong because but, it's a high school show. Yeah, I didn't mean it that way. I feel like... Okay, so let's... I want to lay a disclaimer. I've been watching Degrassi forever. Degrassi came out in, what, like, the 80s, the first so. original yeah, one? Yeah, when you know, I was Late 70s, kid. early 80s. Yeah. And I remember being in, like, middle school, and they showed us Degrassi episodes to help us learn about, like, dealing with homophobia or whatever the fuck it was. Right. I, I don't necessarily remember, but I do remember they had, like, really great episodes that helped teach younger generations how to act, or yeah. how not to act, if you will. So along with that... Then came out Degrassi Next Generation, which was like kind of growing up with me, you know what right. I mean? Like it was, it came out as I was still, you know, a, sort of a kid, like in my teens and stuff. Yeah. So then fast forward to now, Netflix puts out this new Degrassi version. Yeah. And yo, that shit is whoa. Intense, yo. They go after topics I never expected, and their sex and sexuality in general that they talk yeah. about is very, very, very like. The queer representation on this show is almost unreal. Like, I mean, being an older queer person, like, I'm nostalgic for, like, this idea of this, and it feels really nice to see, like, represented, and, like, when I think about the, like, positive effects young people are going to get from seeing so much of that normalized, it's kind of... And not just normalized, like, advocated for, like, you know, that your acceptance is absolutely necessary and it's part of being a good human being. Like, that's so... I mean, it's all, they've always been good at those kind of topics, like... Oh, of course, and there's a lot of, like... There's definitely a lot of topics that revisit old topics, but the way that they handle it is obviously very 2017-18, and it really does, like... It, it just crosses so many different, like, you know, crosses into so many different territories that I'm just, like, floored by it. And they do it in such a, an amazing way where, like, 
no one is ever a hundred percent like free of having something to learn. Right. You know, like Which whether is like models. So life. like so Real like life. character X, for example, is like all about hey, don't say that because that's like against the feminist agenda. But then at the same time, they are offending somebody in like the queer community, right. and then it's like they have to be then taught how that blah blah. Right. blah. You know, it's just like very interesting how they intertwine yeah. concepts, ideas, storylines, and then also it's all about sex. So it's very interesting. I yeah. feel like kids like. If I were growing up watching that, I'd be way more woke to just concepts Absolutely. in general, you know? But presentation is simple. And I and I don't mean simple like simple minded. I just mean like like it's plain, it's believable. It's like, you know, I mean it's obviously fantastical that these things keep happening, but these scenarios individually like are all things we've experienced. There right. was like this crazy scene where like the uh the queer girl is like sent this package from her mother who's kicked her out and it has like her passport in it and her social security card and like and just like her vital documents and I lost my shit because I know so many queer people including myself who've had to get that package that it hasn't been like a natural handoff it's oh I'm enrolling for school or oh I need another job can you please send like the you know, my birth certificate my whatever because you've kicked me out of your house yeah and it inevitably comes with some fucking crazy note about like either being sinful or I wish you had chosen another lifestyle like and it didn't come to this kind of thing something to help relinquish their guilt and put it back on you even more so anyways. i mean no they don't don't anyways that's great i mean they do a really good job they do a really good job with bisexuality mm -hmm. they do a really good job with even they have like in one part they have like a thruple yeah i'm like fuck yes and guess what in my high school we had a thruple there yeah. was a thruple yeah. there was a there was a two girl one dude couple and it was a that was a very real thing we also had bomb threats we also had fucking gun scares we also yeah. had weapon scares we also had you know gay people getting gay bashed and then gay people turning around and starting a fucking gay straight alliance like we had yeah. amazingly like shocking things happening so it wasn't that far off not everybody had that colorful of a high school sure. experience but you know I think it's it does speak to what a lot of people are going through, and I think at yeah. least one or two episodes can speak to everybody out there. Honestly, Absolutely. it's very very interesting. So, Absolutely, and it's very interesting to see. Like, oh wait, oh, yeah. we forgot. They fucking guess what they handled that I. So you have your like, I obviously related to a lot of the queer experiences as far as like coming out to like not not my mom necessarily but like the other people right. But right. what I related to most was the abortion scene. Yeah, sixteen year old girl gets pregnant, makes the decision to have an abortion, immediately books it, gets it taken care of with a friend. Like, it was the most realistic. Right. It was It was the best version I've ever seen portrayed as far as a teen pregnancy on TV because it was it was what the majority are doing. It was, you know, we see these, the we see the minority represented as far as like, okay, like that TV show, uh, Secret Life of the American Teenager, where all the people that got pregnant ended up keeping the baby or giving it up for adoption. It's like, that's not realistic. There's a lot more abortions happening than you guys are willing to talk about. Yeah. And the fact that this girl actually went through with the abortion process, they showed it on TV. They showed what it would be like. And it was so, it was so honest and true to life. What, what I loved about the way they did that too, is they gave her... They gave, they, they didn't pull any of the typical thing. This, this girl was certain of her decision. Right. She did not waver. She was like, I've been thinking about it for over two weeks. Yep. I've been like processing everything that it means for me and my life yep. and the impact. 
You know, when we tell, like, teens... And she had, like, a moment of, like, oh, I don't know what to do in terms of really kind of who to communicate it to and all that, but right. that's normal. Yeah, I mean, That's I'm, normal for adults. And I'm saying, I'm saying like, it, it was very, like, honest, you mm. know what I mean? Like, and the fact that she didn't waver on this big, long, three-month, like, oh, what do I do? Now it's too late. Like, no, she went through with it. Yeah. And then she was back at school the next day, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is how, that is the secret life of the I, American I mean, teenager. We, we've done such a sad disservice to our young people our teens by saying that they they can't think about these things and be able to rationalize and think about well the things that are the best part of that episode i thought was that her two best friends that had mentioned something about like abortion got brought up in general or pregnancy in general because she was trying to play it off like someone else was pregnant or something yeah and she got the opinions of her friends that like abortion is killing a baby and as soon as everybody found out she had had an abortion through, like, accidentally, like, logging in on her phone, like, when she was hooked up to the, like, <laughs> God, computer yeah. at school, and everybody now sees that she's had an abortion, her two friends are like, I don't actually know what I would do in that scenario. Right. I'm so sorry to have, so like, prejudged you. Mm -hmm. And that was so true, too. Like, you can't judge what yeah. somebody's going, like, what you would do in a scenario when you've never been through it. The, you know the, the I mean? show does such a great job at, like, handling, like, because that, that, is, that is true to life, right? I've heard all sorts of people have ideas about this, and then it hits their actual home world, and it's like, no, actually, you know, I've always thought I would fill in the blank, keep it or not keep it, but now, like, now mm -hmm. that it's actually, I'm, like, affected by it, I I maybe feel differently or I'm actually more conflicted than I thought I was going right, to be. Exactly. Or again, plenty of people, I know what I did, you know, they they go through it. They say, "All right, yeah, yeah this happened. This is what I've uh, this is not even a question in my head. This is what I'm doing." And she owned it after and she made an announcement to like make sure everybody understood like I do not, do not regret my decision. Yep, I'm, I don't feel ashamed. I don't regret my decision and you're not going to make me feel otherwise. Mm -hmm. I did this Unfortunately, it wasn't the best case scenario. I would have preferred to not be pregnant to begin sure. with. Obviously, no one wants to have to go. This is a life. This is life altering in the way that, like, your mind and your body goes through series of serious, yeah. it, not just experience. You go through fucking hell. The hormones alone make you right. you you go up and down. You know, sure. like the worst part of my abortion experience, which I'm very out about talking about, is the fact that afterwards my hormones were on such a fucking roller coaster that i was like a not so bag for like sure. two months after that's yeah. the part that hurt the most mm -hmm. you know what i mean right and like you know it wasn't the procedure the procedure was amazing the people that were there were fucking amazing i would you know 10 out of 10 would do again kind of thing as far sure. as like the experience probably yeah. the best in hospital experience i've ever had Great. and i've been put under i've been i've had surgery on my nose i've had fucking peripheral cellulitis in my eye like i've had all these experiences where i've been at the hospital before and that was the best one i've ever so had so lots of compassion from the people that were working with you you know what i won't compassion sure but like not compassion in the way that like people like we weren't treated nobody so was getting treated as a victim Sure. You know, like we were, no, it was, okay. yes, exactly. It was professional in the way that you were undergoing a procedure 
and that's simply a it. When you yeah. want the, you know, of course they have to go through your little counseling thing ahead mm-hmm. of time to make sure you are mentally okay with it, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Go through your options. Whatever. Nobody is like coercing you into nope, doing it. No, no, they want to make sure that, and they want to make sure you've had a proper amount of time. That's why mm-hmm. usually they schedule it, and then they give you a couple days before you actually get it done. You know. Right. But you know when they they bring you in and you talk, they talk to you. That's when they give you more of like the empathy, compassion. But then when they're like bringing you about like okay, go get your blood work, go do this, go do you are very much just a patient in their care you are not a woman oh baby girl you know like no one's walking around unless you need it unless somebody obviously is visibly upset like nobody's walking around making you feel like you fucking just killed somebody (coughs) you know what i mean and that's exactly how it shouldn't feel i've never i mean i've never myself been past you know the like doors i've been in the waiting room i've gone with friends before i've taken friends before and like you know, only experience that kind of out outside like experience, which is very different than what it probably is like once you make it through the doors. Um, but I've like definitely asked friends of mine who felt comfortable talking about it, and like it's it's, you know, I mean I I'm no one to say like necessarily I can't have the procedure myself, but I, I I do think it seems to me that if people hear more about the actual experience, it'll be less stigmatizing yeah, filled on in their mind. And, and well, see, I was too far along to have the pill experience, like the pills where you yep. go home and take. And I've seen people go through the pill process, and it didn't look cute. Yeah. Now I don't know if one's better than the other because I haven't had that sure. version. However, I know that. I would probably rather have a quicker procedure than a situation where I'm now, and it's not 100%. And I, I would just like yeah. to make sure that it's all set and somebody yeah. has been in there and double checks kind sure. of thing. Yep. But, like, by during my procedure, you know, it's very, very simple. They're just talking to me like I'm a normal-ass person. They have absolutely... And the coolest part is, like, this, you know, the nurse that is... Or the doctor that's performing the procedure is a doctor that works at another place. Yeah. Uh, you know, four days a week, and then they come there one day a week to perform these procedures because mm-hmm. they obviously they can only do it at certain places like Planned Parenthood. And you know, they go in and they have this little like the little camera thingy to do the ultrasound. It's an internal ultrasound, and mm-hmm. I was so I was far along. So when they asked me, "Do you want to see it?" I was morbidly intrigued in a weird way. Like, and I don't think that's I don't think that's like wrong for anybody to admit. You know what I mean? That you are intrigued by to like see what it is that you're like essentially killing inside of you. Right. And it looked like a fucking lima bean. I was like I was far along. Oh, you mean by as far what the as right like, language about killing, you know, when the right is like constantly saying Well people are always saying like, Oh, this thing has yeah, this and that it, this motherfucking thing looked like a lima bean and I was as far along as you can basically have I was like two weeks away from not being able to have an abortion because right. I found out like six weeks in and by the time I scheduled it you know what I mean? Like well, you yeah, only have three everybody, months. Everybody knows that so, so I was <laughs> so close to basically where it's illegal and it still looked like a fucking lima bean there wasn't sure. no arms it was I, it made me feel a lot better to see it and i know not everybody would be able to do that but sure. it was just so nice to be able to see it looked like a fucking snot like i'm not you know what i mean like right. i didn't produce this fucking child with a voice box and that eyeballs i can, can breathe on its own exactly. or any of those things it, yeah it, it couldn't do anything on its own it's a lima bean inside yeah. of you so like it, it did like make me feel better and they were just so chill. They were like, do you want to see? I was like, yeah, if that's, is that all right? They're like, yeah, yeah, of course. Here you go. Print off. Boom. I was like, oh, okay. Suck it out. And I, you know, of course I have absolutely no like filter. So I wanted my experience to be Felicia's experience. And my experience was that we're going to make fucking jokes here. So I was like, you'll get that shit out of me real quick. (laughs) It was like, okie dokie. And I'm sure it was probably nice because 
you know, not everybody goes in there no, happy. Sure. I'm sure Very not everybody goes in there people, and wants to. I mean, abortions don't always come because you had consensual sex, for example. These are not always people that want right. to have to go That's undergo a very this. Valid point. So I'm not saying like, yeah, woohoo, abortions. I'm just simply saying my experience was really great. I really appreciated how they handled me. They took care of me and I was I know, it was yeah. you know, no big deal. So and honestly, that's that's what that episode, like, made one, like, feel about the experience. That, like, in general, like, you know, it was a professional procedure, you know, and that that teenager was equipped with the information she needed to make the decision, you know? And, and that's, that's good information for people. Um, you know, another thing, like, like, I liked, really like about the show that I thought oh my gosh they're only going to do like one episode around it and then ignore it like other shows have is the idea of slut shaming i think like nearly every other episode makes sure it comes back around to like that's a very high school thing yeah you're you are growing into your femininity and or your womanhood and or understanding gender whatever flavor gender that may be and especially as a woman we are always we are basically brought up in ingrained in a misogynistic way of thinking and so to have boys around us that are also influencing that way of thinking and then to also want to be able to be sexual because we have the same fucking sex drives y'all do it's a very hard thing to navigate so i think it's very honest to talk about that because a lot of slut shaming does go on in high school what was that line that that one girl said she said um uh uh-oh girl on girl crime yeah, like witnessing, yeah. like, like you know, and you've talked about that before. Like, oh my God, why are you taking down another girl to impress a boy or to do whatever for, you know, yeah. like there's no need to make yourself look better. Don't take down, like, <laughs> I'm all about like unless somebody's torn you down first, and mm. even still, don't go after things about them that are are digs at other women and how they act. Right. If you call a girl, for example, a ring rat that if you, I've had girls talking to me calling other girls ring rats and I'm like that's my the number one thing that's, that's you know told to me on a regular basis I'm called a ring rat on a regular basis simply because I'm a sexual female into wrestling right. so like you know what I mean like for it's just like the fact that people are still like going around and using these misogynistic terms stop it like C- it doesn't I- propel any other woman forward it just hinders us and makes everyone have to live by a standard that who the fuck put on society not us we surely didn't want that you know what i mean don't let the men win by letting them create the standard if you don't think women should get made fun of for any reason or if you think you shouldn't be made fun of for any reason then you shouldn't be making fun of others for any reason that's the way it goes sorry and if you don't understand them take a second pay attention listen if you don't want to that's okay but keep your fucking mouth shut nobody cares you know one thing i've never asked is Are there, like, is there, like, like, a ring rat pride? Are there ring rats that, like, own the identity of ring rat and, like, participate, like, unabashedly in ring rat activity? I mean, I feel like I kind of started a little bit of that as far as just, like, it's no one's business what you do, and if you're there for the sexuality of wrestlers, then that's okay, and if you're there for more than that, then that's okay, too. I don't know, though, if it's necessarily been adopted like properly or if there do you are... think that's just the thing that like i guess what i'm trying to get to is that a thing that originated with men being disparaging to women using yeah, that term of course okay. i mean the problem is that i i like to like reclaim words and use them so like i like for i've used this example before i've had 
a wrestler call me a ring rat in the ring when I'm working with them as a manager right. specifically to make a point to like you know get me riled up for example but I'm right. reclaiming it because I'm putting it in the storyline right. but at the same time it's like I'd rather just get rid of the word altogether I mean but everybody everybody has a term for you know the women that sleep with the Groupies, majority men like, of whatever profession whether right. exactly there's men f- there's men that do the same things and then there's fan fuckers i call all those people that are fucking all these ring rats quote unquote fan fuckers. i love it so it's like yeah yourselves. exactly it's, it's just people having sex with one another why is there a word for it who gives a flying fuck right. now if you're telling that's me that's playing into a power dynamic right we're always talking about the power if you're telling thing. me that a woman is going after bed and sleeping with them specifically because they're wrestlers and maybe she wants to get into free at a show or whatever good good for her (laughs) sorry that you didn't figure out a way to get your shit paid for but she did and there's plenty of people getting their shit paid for in the world that you have no idea about including wrestlers there are do you know how many people sponsor wrestlers to come over from overseas and or go to overseas and or do whatever travel oh come come work in new york city for a few months i'll pay for it for no reason. And how is getting shit in exchange paper? for some undies or in exchange for some sweaty socks or like what the fuck ever? There's there all of that's going on. So don't b- blow me. And, I don't want to hear and any and of how that. How is shit. getting shit paid by your parents any fucking better? Yo, <laughs> like no shit. Exactly. <laughs> no, but it's like I don't know why everybody thinks that there, this is a one a one person a one sided problem. If right. there's groupies in a scenario, this is a two sided problem. Right. There exactly. we have people fucking there's the fans, and likes, then we have fans right. fucking the people. Right. There, and guess what? It's not a problem because it's called consensual fucking sex. Right. When it becomes a problem is when it's not consensual and, and or when y'all bring your marriages into it. And guess what? That's not on anybody but the people that are married. Well, I'm sorry. When you're <laughs> in a position of power, i.e. the fan or whatever, the fan fucker, mm-hmm. like, like there, you hold the power in this situation. You only ha- you're the only one who has real power to exploit the person you're fucking, right? Because like there's a power differential. Oh, you can get a lawyer. You can do this. You that's have access true. to things to intimidate that person down. You know, like, well, and that's that's happened many times. Absolutely, in, in the fandom world, and not just in wrestling. In you know comic books and fucking absolutely. all sorts of shit like absolutely it's, tech world this is a this is a thing that happens you know what i mean maybe a girl gets into a situation doesn't want to be a part of it and she says no and boom they have enough lawyers to fucking take care of the situation so that absolutely. oh no she said yes like come on man i mean like, i believe that just happened with our supreme court right <laughs> so right exactly but I digress from that topic. Sure. Um, we are, are at 30 already. Uh, well, it was. it's a good... Check it out, hey. Have your teenagers watch it. Like, legit. Like, if you don't want to talk to your kids about Did sex, we just have a whole episode with Degrassi? Not the whole thing. I mean, we have, you know... Well, let's end it with uh, editing somebody's Tinder. Oh, fuck yeah. <sighs> okay, let's see. Sorry. My email's stupid. Okay, so I posted my Tinder recently, and um, somebody mm. was like, I would like to have my Tinder updated, and I oh, used to do Tinder this. Tinder Takeover. Yeah, I used oh, to do yeah, this live yeah. on the other show, so I figured we could look through at least their bio mm-hmm. and go from there. So let's not read any of this information or their name. We'll just say sure. they're 31. Okay. Um, I don't know if... I don't know if... Oh. I don't know... That's a nice picture. If they I, they identify their gender on here, so. Well, we don't gender gender. We can make it genderless. 
Well, so let's make it genderless. Yeah. Okay. Well, because the thing is, is like your profile really should be genderless. I feel yeah, like, you, know? like well, you should be talking about yourself, not like, oh, I'm real super masculine. Like, <laughs> well, let's talk about what talk about, but that. talk about what you do instead, because masculinity is like a BS thing. Like, if you like typically masculine things, people will get the fucking picture. Yeah. So say you like, you like to pick things up. And put them down. No, that's not masculine. You like to fart. What does masculine mean? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Anyways, again, our our tangents. I swear. Ah. All right. So this is what they wrote. Mood. Want to skip dating and go straight to watching telly in our pants with ice cream. Now we know from we're there from the UK. (laughs) (laughs) Flavor negotiable. Drag enthusiast and horror fan. My dog is more interesting than I am and is a great reason to date me. Some friends offered up opinions on me. Quote, you're all right, I guess, and, end quote, and, quote, you're old, but you're still a catch, end quote. <laughs> that's cute. They're 31, and that's not old. Oh my I'm God. 31. Thank that's you. really, I mean, it's really cute. I think so, it's really cute. So and then me, I'll show yeah. you pictures, but I think the pictures are actually good. Like, this this first picture is, a, a, like, adorable to me. Yeah. I like how, like, the, <laughs> they the, accidentally screenshotted their, like, mute button. <laughs> this individual is very adorable. And the, the whole profile, lighthearted. I guess what I'm always wondering with these things is what kind of person does this individual want to attract, right? Well, to me, this says they want to date. This isn't saying, like, I want to fuck. Okay, sure. That's what, it, it doesn't scream anything Got about it. fucking to me. And that the person needs to be... I guess have a sense of humor would seem like. But really also says important. want to skip dating and go straight to watching telly in our pants with ice cream. So it almost says maybe a little bit more than dating. Like ready to get to the next. Like naughty, like naughty nasty. dating. Oh well, okay. Like. I'm sensing like. Or like, or the, or maybe they just don't like going on. Like I don't like going on dates. I always say I don't want to go on a date. I'd rather just smoke weed in my apartment. You well, know? right. So, and the reason that that part line is really important from my perspective because I've always said this about Grinderton or whatever it is. You have to like clearly put out what you want to attract. It sounds to me that they're looking for somebody that is... But then they say that, like, my dog is more interesting than I am and is a great reason to date me. So, I don't know. It sounds dating. No, 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 I think it's dating, but I think it's a, like, different level of dating. What they're saying is, like, I want to get intimate. I want to be able to, like, cuddle up and, like, be myself with you, like, fast, sooner rather than later. Okay. Right. Like, let's, yeah, let's get to know each other more intimately. Not right. Because, like, like, going out on dates and spending a lot of money, and there's usually, like, we all know loud music or televisions on. Like, really, like, the way to get to know somebody is to be in a more, like, intimate setting, like Netflix and chill. Right. As much as that. Okay. So, you like that part? I do like that part. I, as long as it's actually expressing what this individual wants to attract. So, I don't have a problem with this profile, yeah, that profile at all. But I feel like because it was sent in to me, it was a- it was basically a qu- an ask to spice it up a well, little bit. Well, so that's what I was about to add. Literally, the words were about to leave my mouth. Does this person want to get laid? Well, because my profile says... What does my profile say? I have no idea what my profile says. I'll find it. I mean, like, I guess that's it. Like, I'm sitting here a more datey thing, but, like, to send this to Felicia Rose means, like, you want dating with some heavy petting at the very least. Like, yeah. Heavy petting is my favorite term, by the way, for the fucking record. Mm. Mm. Okay, so my Tinder right now says, did your trips to Egypt, Iceland, etc. make you better at fucking? Nah, then I really don't care. If your opening message won't make me wet, swipe left. 
Stand out from the sea of dicks or I'll forget that I want to suck yours. And then it says my mini vids profile. Because why not? <laughs> With a shruggy emoji. Like, literally. Because, like, why not? Alright, so, yeah. So, I feel like this was sent to me to maybe spice it up a little bit. So, like, what I would do is... Subtly flirty somewhere, maybe? Or I don't know. It's already subtly flirty. Because the undies and telly makes me feel like it's subtly flirty. Wait, does it say undies and telly? What does it say? Read it to me one more time. Uh, well, I guess in our pants. In our pants. Does in our pants mean undies? Okay, so change in our pants wait. to say undies. Wait, wait, wait. Unless it's a term in the UK that means, like... Underpants? Pants yeah. means underpants? It might. I don't know. What is your, like, knowledge of, like, UK vernacular? Pretty decent. I don't think okay. pants means underoos. Okay. Well, fair enough. Because I've, you know... Th- yeah. Anyways, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I have no idea. All right, mood, uh, yeah... Okay, so change that to undies if it doesn't already mean undies. But change it to undies anyways. Say something naughty about yeah. undies. And then... Oh my god, after flavor negotiable, put in parentheses, the ice cream, not the undies. That's cute. The flavor of the undies is yeah, not yeah, yeah. negotiable. I like that. Yes, add that. Unless the flavor of the undies is negotiable. I would take out the line about your dog. Why? It's not sexy. Do a picture with the dog. There is a picture of the dog. Then don't... Right, you're right. This is a picture with the dog. Yes, you're right. I, I forgot to swipe right. <laughs> and I feel like if you have a dog picture, it's understood the dog is a part of you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need to talk about the dog. Take out the dog. We're spicing it up. Unless it's a I'm muscle... I'm not like, and I love my little heavenies right. puppy, doobie-doobie-doo, suck on my titties. Like, Unless oh. it's a muscle-love dog scenario. It's a thing. what? Like, like wants to... Oh, muscle-love they- dogs? Yeah. No dog in the photo will because people That's will open up with too. a dog line if they're a huge dog lover they'll be <laughs> like is that your poop doodle I wonder if any of this advice is useful yet it's not <laughs> um, and then the some friends offered up opinions on me okay so I think that you should add a third one I think keep everything else the same change what I said but add a third opinion that says see, 10 out of 10 would suck again Right off the top of my head, right? I, I clapped at that myself. Was you did. <laughs> I'll clap back. Oh, wait. That's not what that means. No, really, though. Because I'm saying it. So put it in my quotes. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would suck again. It rhymes, it's cute, and it's also naughty. And, like, you're just putting it in. An- so, listen. If you don't even change anything else about the profile, I would at least add in that one naughty quote at the very end. So it's like, oh, I'm vanilla, I'm sweet, I'm bleh, puppies and, and movies. And then, boom. Something really naughty at the end. Yeah. That'll get their attention quick. I totally agree with that. My thing is, get people's attention, make them laugh, and you can always follow up with, I'm not really that slutty, I'm just a goofball, and I want to see who can right. handle my sense of humor. Yeah. Like, You're not, already clever not that slutty words. makes me, I'm sorry, like, obviously, sound like I'm judging sluttiness. I'm not. But I'm just saying, like, you can explain to that person, like, nah, I'm not, I'm not saying I suck off every Tinder person. I'm just saying, like, you know. Like, one in five. Yeah. Like, at one point, my Tinder said there's a 98% chance I've had sex with at least three people and our mutual friends. Because, like, I had signed up through Facebook, so I had all these fucking mutual friends with these Tinder swipes. <laughs> and more often than not, there was at least a handful of people I had, like, sucked, fucked, or at least sent nudes to. That's so I was just amazing. like, Jesus. All right, so that's what I have to say. Thank you for sending in your Tinder if anybody else wants to no, send it, it in. It is a pretty decent one already. Like. It is very good. All I have to say is if you want to spice it up, there's a few things to do. But if you want to leave it adorable, I'd say yeah. you're good. Like, I would totally, like, swipe on that profile, except, like, I, I probably, I guess, agree with the dog thing. Like, I, like, 
I'm like into the dog pic, but not necessarily like hearing about someone's dog. Yeah, like if you're a cat or dog person, we know with the photo. Truth. And I'm a dog person, but I still I try not to talk too yeah. much about it. You don't want to skirt the line. I don't I've like to bring like, animals into my. Yeah, because then you seem like a crazy dog person, and people got like stereotypes around that, right? Yeah, they're gonna think that your dog's gonna watch them fuck. Right. You fuck. Or that your cat is gonna like sit on their face while they're sleeping. Ew. Cats they do that, do don't that. they? They do that. Cats are that disgusting. Shit. You'll like wake up and they're on your chest, like fucking, like looking like they're about to make the kill. Giving you a blub kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. On that note. Well, now that Pete is after us, <laughs> don't thank you guys for listening to the Scooter Podcast. If you have anything to email us, like your opinion of our show, if you've had a listen, we we read them off every week. So we email at, uh, email us at screw podcast at gmail.com or send it into our dms our instagram is the screw podcast etc etc we love you all thank you for listening thanks for my presence and thanks for buying my nudes peace, peace love oh did you want to say something no all right that's cool <laughs>